Dos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of How You Juku. I'm Petey Rave, here to bring you on this journey, this adventure of East Asian pop culture, uh, and fun times. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right hand man, my left man side, Brandon Cooper, aka Keith Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing. <laughs> we're 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 all we're all on that on that grind. Um, yeah. we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. Here to do some things. Uh, yeah, there, there's there's a bit to talk about. We were, we were away once again a little bit of a couple of weeks, but um, there's some things to talk about. Of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention. Um, and we have a couple of things. We have a couple of songs that, that you know that, that came out uh, a few releases. Uh, Kaz, what what what's new? What what's caught your attention since we last gathered? Uh, to to really tell you the truth, not much. But uh, going around, I went and looked. Um, you, one song you have that you'll talk about caught my attention just because people have been telling me about it, and then this other song people have been telling me about by. Uh, Everglow called Dun Dun. Um, I checked it out. I listened to it. Uh, it it's fun. I like it. Uh, it it definitely has a a good poppy vibe to it. I love the. It's a good, I like the sound of the girls' voices in it. It it just kind of has all these things that work for me. But I just I don't know. It it's it, it didn't it didn't like make me want to go listen to more ever glow <laughs> which is what i always like i mean, i want something that's going to be like you know i want to go listen to more of this now yeah i i i enjoyed this this is very much in the the wheelhouse of like this is something that a lot of the girl groups are doing now which is the kind of that like attitudinal mm-hmm. uh bratty uh yeah girl crush uh style songs very chanty it's very like anthemic or anthemy as uh as a call back to the to early days um it's very like you know like marchy uh yeah it's, it's very much like like that wheelhouse of like blackpink and itzy but like more 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 bratty than anything so it, it's fun it's it's catchy i think it's something that it's w- working well for everglow i think that, that i've i've enjoyed the couple of songs that have they, they've released um i mm-hmm. it's, it's you know still has to see as i still have to see if like they're necessarily a group that i'm like i'm gonna go all in on uh which is i'm not quite there yet like you said it's there there's good songs but you know it's like it's not quite there yet but i think that yeah. this is a good step in that direction oh yeah i definitely I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what's that? What, what else right. you got? Going from there, a group that we've talked about a lot, uh, Card. Card has a has a song out uh, called Red Moon. Um, I think it's good. I think it's I think it's one of their better songs. Definitely. Definitely. Finally, a step slightly away from the island <laughs> island yeah. sound yeah uh, but 
you know, uh, it, it's still a good jam, and I it, and I really like Card and all the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, it it still has the, that little bit of Boombaton like like yeah. feel to it, but I, I I don't mind it. I like I like this yeah. like this like push. A lot of the, what they've been doing lately has been like uh, almost uh, BM kind of like per, take trying to take the group under his arm and just like. I'm gonna just get us keep going, um, but it, it it has been nice. I like the personality out atti- and the attitude uh, of the group. I like that they kind of have this like this this gravitas and this like this like this personality to them that that works well. They're very you know they they they, they feel like a group of an adult human beings <laughs> like. Uh, like mm-hmm. like a group of twenty something year old human beings, with like that that like to go out and have enjoy themselves and dance and have a party, you know, things like that. Uh, and it, a lot of that is probably Matthew, you know, like him, his L.A. Korean American ass. Like like you could feel his personality in this uh in this group, and I, and I think it's the better for it. I can agree. I can agree. Yeah. Also, the ladies look great. Just amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> like Geo is just something else. He's a little tiny powerhouse. Uh, it's fantastic. So, um, yeah. Um, anything else, Kaz? Anything else going on? No, nah, that's it for me. Uh, but because, like I said, not not a lot has really been catching me. Um, so it's just kind of been, been like mostly what other, other people are telling me about right now. Yeah. Like it, my, my K-pop fandom has turned into other, yeah. other K-pop fans telling me to check things out. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not quite there to the, to be the old K-pop fans, but we're, we're getting those like tinglys. We're getting in, we're getting those mm-hmm. moments. It's like when you first starting to go see now, you know, first forget a <laughs> birthday, you know, it's like, uh oh. <laughs> um a couple of things what what's new with me uh a couple of things i, I had to narrow down a, a, a few of the songs i had both of the songs you picked uh and, and my short list you know constantly i'd p- been taking and putting things back in the dock um and a couple other things but I'll, I'll go to the songs i will say i i somehow accidentally rem- didn't remember that Monster X was releasing their English language album, uh, All About Love, um, oh, yeah. on Valentine's Day. I just so happened to decide, hey, Target has some K-pop albums, like like two or three, uh, and there's a Target above my job. Let me just like, well, I was up there getting the, like my frozen thing for lunch. Uh, let me go back there and see what's there. And I spotted the Monster X album. I was like, oh, it's a Monster X album. And then I took it home and realized, oh yeah, it's that new one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I got the the album. What about love? I'm not gonna get up there and refocus this this camera, so I'm just gonna put it next to my face. Um, it's it, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I did do an unboxing that I'm gonna put up later on the on the on the gram and on the YouTube. Uh, just a quick little one, but kind of cool. It, it you know standard stuff, good photos photo cards one hose not there yeah. but what are you what are you gonna do <laughs> uh they one of the cards does have the the members names listed 
and there's a blank space on the bottom, and I'm like, that was that's where he would go. Well, he'd probably go up higher. <laughs> um, but aside from that, aside from that, I had a couple of songs. Um, before we get into the, my my couple of big girl group songs, I want to talk about something a little bit more on the indie side. I wanted to include. Uh, this okay. was a big deliberation for me. I wanted to include something from a couple of the girl groups and something else. Uh, there's a Brady, Bradio song, which is really cool, but you know, and I'll, maybe I'll talk about it somewhere, somewhere else. But uh, but Sesonian, uh, the group whose singer, whose lead singer I've talked about in the past, and I think I've talked about the song that's on this EP uh, that they released ahead of the this EP's release before the Chipe, the go back. Uh, but if I hadn't, go check that one out as well. But they, they, they're back with a new EP. Um, I think previously on like a Vice article, it was translated as uh, Maladaptive. Um, otherwise, okay. it's, I think it's officially being translated as Non-Adaptation. This is, you know, just like a couple of different ways. But the idea is like, can't adapt, not able to adapt, a person that can't adapt. It's, it's the... It's a general sentiment. It's a uh, Um So far, I've listened to it. It's a, it's a cool album. They they came out with the the track for it, uh, "Midnight Train" or Shim, "Shimya Heng," and it's cool. It's it's cool. Like it, it's like very college radio <laughs> like uh, song. Very mm-hmm. like moody. Very like indie. But in a lot of really good ways, uh, it is it has a really cool atmosphere to it. Uh, the video has a really nice personality to it. Um, the the there's some weird happening with an egg and some Indian guy yeah. cracking it, it there, open. There's some like fun kind of like mysteries happening in this video, and I, I kind of I, I tend to like videos like that. But it's also just kind of. Um, it's also just kind of like super chill in, in like a good way. Um, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like yeah. it, it it just has a really interesting vibe to it. Yeah, I think that that's what they're they're going for. This is definitely a different sound than you. If your only exposure to Hwang So Yoon is her solo work, this is a different vibe than her, that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it's cool, and it, it like it is a different personality, and it, it like. You kind of like the the sense of weirdness, which I think is almost on purpose. Well, not almost. It's definitely on purpose. The sense of weirdness, sense of out of placeness, uh, which you, you can very much attribute to, like well, you know, the themes of the album. Uh, so yeah, it's cool stuff. Uh, I this will definitely be something I'm going to add to the rotation for record breakers. If people want to keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'm going later. It'll be a little while from now because right now I have the, the Hong So Yoon solo album on the docket. So if people want to keep an eye out for that, uh, that's a, in a future episode. But um, I, I definitely want to check that out. I definitely want to get get to see what the guys think of something like this. <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on. To mm-hmm. the girls of the month, uh, they of Luna, yeah. Sonia, they're finally back. 
Uh, finally, we got that hashtag. The Luna stands are so happy. <laughs> we finally can actively stand Luna. We finally can actively <laughs> stand Luna. Um, we got a new song, and then hey, remember that um that girl group sound I was talking about earlier with Everglow? <laughs> they decided to go with that. Um, they went with a kind of like the the girl crush bratty uh an- anthemic. Uh, chanty style song and I think though uh, there are parts of it that I I could definitely see would be divisive uh, especially if you liked some of the other stuff from, from Luna a little bit better um, I think I agree with like especially there was a review on Asian Junkie I think from from, um, uh, from one of their active viewers uh, that there's there's more good than bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there, there's a lot of good parts. There's a lot of fun parts to the song. There's a lot of like like cool moments to the song. Um, I will say it does have that like like trying to be like punk kids brattiness that can come off a little bit disingenuous mm-hmm. but i i don't mind it like it, it's just in the fun of it like it's just for, in the fun of the the of the whole uh like adventure of the song and you know that's what we're here in in k-pop for which is is fun uh catchy pop music with with you know concepts and, and gimmicks and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that um i do appreciate uh, y- Yujin properly yeeting that backpack of hers, just mm-hmm. straight up, just tossing it to the moon. Um, yeah, and the, the choreography is great. The, there's a lot of really cool moments, a lot of really cool set pieces. There's a lot of cool like sets, <laughs> just in general. Um, it, like, it, and there's some like nice like random cameos by by some nice cool dancers. Uh, the girls look great. Like there's some like great like moments for the choreography. There's some good transitions. Like like I love how like there's just some like cool transitions between scenes. Like that that just work well. Um, and I think from a cinematographer level, they're just kind of like has just a cool look. It's just that digi petty thing. Um, Kath, what what did what do you yes. think? What did you think of the song? And, and particularly, um, what did you think of the video? I like it. I, I I think it works well for them in kind of the the realm they're going into. Like, um, I just I don't know. Uh, like, I I listen to it once again because uh, the the Luna fans were like, "Yo, check this out!" Like, uh, Luna is finally on the comeback, and I'm like, "All right, I will I will check out Luna for you guys." <laughs> um, <laughs> but I actually appreciated it. I, th- I thought it was really good. I thought. Um, I, I I definitely think they're they're we we always talk about you know finding that sound that works for you, um, and kind of going for it, and I and I think this kind of not not anthemy but kind of anthemy sound thing works for Luna. Yeah, I think because it 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 properly makes use of the idea that there's a lot of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. the chanty parts. Yeah, um, getting all those background vocals and like all that stuff works really well for them i think yeah yeah and then like 
Uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. Uh, the the album, though the mini album, uh, hashtag or sharp, um, is good as well. It has some some quality songs on there that are fun to listen to. So be mm-hmm. sure to check that out. Um, all right. Last but not least, is like the other group that is one of my major uh, groups right now, uh, Dreamcatcher. Finally, like they they dropped it today as of this recording. We we were originally going to record yesterday. We would have missed out. Um, but today, Dreamcatcher released their new song for Scream. Um, and you know, so it comes from from a new album, um, Dystopia. Uh, this uh, I forget the the name of the the, the subtitle, but it's a dystopia. It's a new era. It's a full album. Um, my music mm-hmm. taste is supposedly going to ship it to me. Still haven't shipped me that Luna album, so I'm like, <laughs> my music taste. Come on. Um, but this album, this this song, I have to say, this is very cool. Like this song is cool like this song has a cool feel to it uh it's a cool Mm -hmm. like progression of dreamcatcher sound it doesn't seem like a like a a jarring departure but it does have enough that is like a little bit different and a little bit new to like justify saying okay this is a new era um okay while not being like we're just like doing like and we're an entirely different group now. Um, at least I think so. And th- there's a lot of cool moments to it. Dami's, you know, fantastic in there. Uh, I love seeing Sua wielding a sword. Uh, <laughs> she, she may slay me any day of the week. Um, yeah, th- there's some cool visuals. There's a lot of cool choreography. There's a lot of, like, like cool moments. Uh I'm looking forward to just sitting down and listening to the whole album, but like this, this okay. song is a, is a is a dope track. I don't know. What what, what, what yeah. do you think? Uh, I agree. I think I think it definitely is a dope track. I think it I think it works really well for what it is. Like I think it it does the showcasing of of, of vocals and who the girls are really well. Um, yeah, I don't have any problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just really cool stuff. I like the like the dubstepy parts are nice are nice and they work well for it without being you know weird, not dated. Um, uh-huh. I, I do appreciate that they do they did the formations of the choreography with seven. Uh, even though Hamdong is not going to be able to is not able to join them during this promotion period, uh, she's off doing uh idol producer in China, um. So mm-hmm. they just put in somebody with a mask to kind of like you know this is <laughs> like it's like it's like it's kind of like weird but kind of cool just because like hey we're gonna, you know we're not gonna have like an empty spot uh, or we're not gonna like make it so that you're not gonna fit in so that's cool um, but yeah Dreamcatcher another fantastic release um, yeah that's it for what's new. Uh, we're going to transition over to our headlines. So, so join us on the flip side. 
Welcome back to Headlines here on Halajuku. Welcome back to the Headline segment where we talk about topical topics in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, things that are going on in the world of East Asian pop culture that are happening. Um, yeah, let's go to it. we got a couple of uh, things to discuss. A couple of exciting moments. Yeah. Uh, Parasite. Uh, it's, it's been a couple of weeks, but the, it was... Let's talk about Parasite's big Oscar wins. Uh, and how it wrap, wraps up, like how it caps off kind of a crazy journey that that that, that movie uh, has been going off. Because Parasite took home four awards uh, from the Oscar: best, uh, mm-hmm. let's see, best original screenplay, be, uh, best international feature film, uh, Bong Joon Bong Joon Ho, uh, Bong Joon Ho, uh, Bong Joon Ho for best director, uh, and then of course best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first foreign language film to win Best Picture. Um, there's some great, mo- there's some great little things here. In the, the Asian Ducky article, which I, I chose it because they chose specifically the the most hilarious and basic crazy moments from Bong Joon Ho's moments, like saying he's fucking weirdo or him looking at the Oscar. Um, but yeah, it. It was a. Did did you get a chance to see the Oscars? Because I sure didn't. <laughs> um, I watched it till I got bored, which was like maybe twenty minutes in. Oh, a lot longer. Than so before. so here's my thing, right? I'll say this: award shows are dumb. Yeah. Um, especially the amount of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the amount of of shit people like put into caring about the oscars and i don't mean about people who work in the industry i think when you work in the industry and you do something to a certain degree where where you care about your work then yeah you you caring means something right yeah i think for everyone else in, and that includes us it doesn't really mean shit if we care yeah. <laughs> like, no. we're not in the industry we it doesn't matter if we like a movie then like a movie right which then brings me around to something like Parasite and it winning its awards and, and Bong Joon-ho getting all this praise and, and everything. Um, I, I just stand on the fact that if you make something good, just, just that statement alone, if you make something that's so good that no one can deny how good it is that is the biggest win that will exist in all of history um if you just make something that's so good that nobody can deny how good it is then like that's literally what you have to do um I, i i i hate when people claim something should get more praise than it does just because either it's, it's made by a black director or you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, there, there have been probably times where they haven't given people awards for whatever reason. But if you just do what the fuck you do and not, not worry about it, like, and you're good at it, then you put yourself in a position where nobody can deny you. And I think that's, to me, that's what I hope this proved more than people being like, oh, now that means, like, all Korean movies should be winning awards. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see that thing happen. I hate when that thing happens. I hate when people just going like, oh, well, why did this one not win? Like, 
It's like because it wasn't good. <laughs> like um, just because just because you're a goddamn Korea boo doesn't mean everything should win now. Like, yeah. um, don't I, take that route. I'm, I'm excited. I, I will say it, it's very interesting, kind of looking at uh, this being the culmination of like the big push, uh, in in get in a lot of in Korean cinema getting more global recognition, uh, which has been happening for a lot longer than than people want to then some people want to like give you credit for because it's funny there there are some people out there like automatically just because and it, it's because it makes it easy bright up and easy headline automatically linking it to like the big how how much k-pop is blowing up now in the states mm-hmm. which is fair to some degree in the sense that like people are a little bit more aware of like like yeah culture, but well, I was going to say, the but the cinema, Korean cinema has been, like, crossing over for a lot longer than just the past couple of years. Like, the, you know, even going back to, like, Old Boy, uh, the host from Bong Joon-ho with Snowpiercer. People, I've had, what? I've heard people say, talk about Old Boy way before I heard about K-pop. So, so Korean cinema yeah. has been, like, on this, like, has been breaking through piece by piece and the the exceptional films have been crossing over uh and yeah there's some there's some connection to both of those things happening as far as like k-pop and cinema but but cinema the the it's definitely not riding on anybody's coattails like this i for me the only thing that really matters is just to me the amount of work that that uh bong Juho has done in his yeah. career to get to this point like and i think that's all that should matter like the man has made really exceptional movies like that that are just awesome like and and yeah i think that's really all that anybody should care about like like oh. he's put in the work you know what i mean like he's been out here doing this shit like like yeah. you said his uh, fucking the the host is is one of his movies that I remember originally seeing, and I remember seeing that movie before I even actually knew who Bong Joon Ho was. And I'm just like, yo, this is a fucking, this is a ride, dude, and I love it. Like I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, and I I fucking watched that movie every fucking chance I got because I just that movie is so fucking gotta, good, dude. Yeah, like I gotta I gotta sit it down and watch that movie. Is this still on Netflix? Uh, I, to, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, yeah, like I fucking love that movie, bro. It's so good. It's so good for like so many different reasons. Yeah. Um, I still need to I see Okja. <laughs> um, but Bong Joon Ho is just like an amazing director, and I, I to, for me. All this is is just a culmination of of this man working really hard throughout his career and and telling the types of stories that he wants to tell. You know what I mean? Like, and and I feel like for me, a lot of his movies have always, always, always transcended just because he is a really, really fucking good director. You know what I mean? And I I think that is what should always matter first is the person who's telling the story good at telling stories like like all the k-pop shit all the other shit like i personally don't care about because i am a movie nerd so like i've i've seen this dude 
time after time do amazing work. So it, it, it to me, it's just like a culmination. And I think this is literally one of his best works and it just shows. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the host is not on Netflix, but Okja, uh, and pretty sure Snowpiercer has to still be on Netflix, which is another good movie by by him, directed by him. That if you haven't seen, is is fucking yeah, literally amazing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm that's excited. just what it comes down to for me as as a movie goer, as a movie watcher, as somebody who likes to experience those things. Like, it comes down to just like. The things I care about, and the things I care about are like just good cinema, dog. Good, good, good cinema. Yeah. Ooh. One of the, like, and, and the fact that Parasite is one of the best movies it's possibly ever made. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. just that tight. That good movie. So good, good yeah. job, everyone involved. They were all fantastic. I did see clips of them. Uh, they were all the cast were adorable and and fun it was fun to kind of see moment those moments on stage and off like of the cast being adorable so uh happy for everyone involved uh i think uh there's also a really cool article on variety uh variety got uh the interpreter sharon Choi, uh mm-hmm. to to ri- do write up a little piece about her experience uh, uh you know kind of like out of all this experience with this whole award season going back to like the Palm d'Or uh, at Cannes. Uh, so it, it's cool. It's a nice little read-up. I, I, I definitely ch- encourage y'all to check it out. Uh, it's kind of like, it's like somebody we don't, we haven't really gotten to, to really actually hear from, even though we heard her voice a bunch of times. Uh, we didn't really get to hear from her and her point of view and her experience. Uh, so it's, just, it's mm-hmm. a nice, interesting voice. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to the next cool little tidbit. Uh, Spotify reportedly launching in Korea this year. This mm-hmm. is interesting, and this is cool. And, and for for those wondering, it's like Spotify, you know, that's that's that thing's everywhere. You know, why, what do you mean it's launching in Korea this year? Technically, no, it wasn't in Korea. Um, didn't really have an official presence in Korea. Uh, yeah, and you know, like, like uh, there were they have, I believe they even have, they still have China. wait. Uh, I don't actually. I, I think they don't even have their like charts. They don't even have their Korean charts. I don't believe, unless I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, they they there's always you know, kind of Korea had their own, has their own streamers still. Uh, they have Melon. They have they have others as well. Melon being kind of the big dog. But they also have Genie Music, Flow, Bugs, Neighbor Music. And sorry, Baba. Um, this is this is a big challenge. This is a big challenge uh, and a big chance that they're taking, and, and fairly, kind of like a, a fairly big chance. Not not a because I don't know if they have a lot to necessarily lose. With yeah. This. So, you know, it's not a huge chance, but it is definitely like a a risk in the sense that they could not succeed. Uh, because, you know, there, there are these strongholds that are already in, in, interred and in, uh, indented. What is I don't know what the word is. 
but that are kind of like embedded in there uh, that's going to be hard to to challenge. But and I, I do like that um, <laughs> they they have there's been people talking about how they could actually be relatively a a le- almost like a lesser evil <laughs> compared you know to artists compared to say like something like a uh, melon who's had their yeah. issues with artists and paying back royalties and things like that um so which which makes it a good time to make that step right is yeah. is the other people there have made some bad <laughs> bad dealings mm-hmm. uh in those places so so this is that moment you could you could take that foothold right yeah. when when somebody else fucks up like those are the great times to take those footholds is like on somebody else's mis miscue yeah yeah so and and uh, there's a lot of cool things so they and it could also feed back really well because it's gonna give spotify has a global foothold so the they have the incentive of if they have a presence in korea they could have a presence to contact even more Korean artists who in turn have the, what what they have to offer is that they're going to help offer another like reach more reach for some of these artists where they, you know, another Avenue for, for artists in Korea to have like a global mm-hmm. reach. Yeah. More, really- more success, more, more future. Like you said, like, like if you could have better global reach, like that is the key, man, like to getting your music out there, which then can lead to, to us hearing more, more Korean music, hearing more Korean artists, hearing like all that kind of stuff, which is, which is what you want. Yeah. More discovery, more new artists, things like that, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll have to see. It's the, the old, uh, the old sports odds and ends wait and see. Uh, for for this, but hopefully it all works out well. Um, all right, last article uh, to send us home. It's just an interesting kind of like thing going on. So a month from now is South by Southwest, the South by Southwest Music Festival. Uh, it's I'm gonna be there once again this year because I'm crazy. I once again had a got a music wristband. Um. <laughs> I don't know what else I'm going to be doing there other than like attending shows, but I might might send a few DMs or something uh, to to do some some cool stuff. But um, but other than that, I'm going to be checking out some cool artists. I'm going to be checking out actually quite a few Asian artists, especially Japanese artists, because uh, if any of you if, if anybody's been looking through the artist list, you've noticed an even greater presence of Japanese artists and even before where there has been quite a few, especially we just said Japan night, but bring a little bit more. Um yeah, Japan uh S South by Southwest ramps up its Japan game, uh, from the Japan Times. Uh they go to uh, you know they go through in detail. So every year South by music conference drops music from around the world. Texas, depending on the perspective of the event is their hop road growth or arena, which industry and fight like that is um between march 16th and 22nd 17 japanese acts will perform at showcase events across the city in hopes of furthering their careers attendees can hear everything ranging from tokyo singer yayoi's yayoi diamond's twerk anthem ketsufure uh to the metal stylings of aomori prefectures ningenisu 
Um, in more in recent years, some Japanese performers have been among the festivals most festivals most discussed acts. The hype has helped foster larger audiences and more international opportunities for those performers. Um, Chai, a dance rock band from Nagoya, made its international debut at South by Southwest in 2017. I'm pretty sure I saw them. Mm-hmm. No, I might have. Oh god, I might have missed that. That makes me sad. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's going to be some really great acts. The article goes on. You can go ahead and check it out. Uh, it goes on to detail things like Japan Night, uh, it's gonna, which is going to be it's, it's going to mark its 25th anniversary this year. So I'm excited for that. Um, well, I'll be there with a, a friend of the show, Rob Roberto Villegas. Uh, there's there's a, a nice multitude of of artists heading out there, and definitely something that. A nice variety as well, like Ode Bokeh Beaver, of course, out there uh, making its third appearance. Um, it, I'm I'm excited. It, it, it's especially this year. Uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's it's an exciting thing, but it's definitely an interesting uh, thing because um, it's almost like they kind of have to for a couple of reasons. Uh, yeah, one of them, uh, oddly enough. Uh, for like amp- uh, ramping up their Asian game for, in one way, uh, is probably be- because the there's not really going to be a K-pop pref- uh, uh, presence this year. Coca uh, is not planning, uh, as far as anybody can tell. Uh, there's nothing official saying that uh, that K-pop is not happening, but also nothing has been announced for K-pop. And last year they announced it in the middle of January. Um, Mm-hmm. And I I did have a tweet exchange with somebody who works within the the that you know works within people with South by Southwest to say that they said um, that as far as their you know behind the scenes discussions that they had there really doesn't seem to be uh, some anything happened I think it was uh, Christine C kind of hit me back uh, they said there are some artists. Uh, going but there's not a dedicated korea spotlight happening this year things might change last minute but from what i saw friend post from a meeting yesterday there's definitely not one um so it, it's it's an interesting thing to like okay now they're, they're really gonna have to step up the presence of something else obviously there were different types of you know artists but to to kind of we're losing a very big organization's like support and presence of uh, bringing in like very you know bringing in artists for people to network with and check out from from yeah. another part of the world so they're gonna have to like compensate it for that and their South by Southwest is gonna have to push that for because like. And that that's a that's a market that's worth tapping. It's like Japan is a huge market that almost is too big for its own good, just because they the artists can just kind of stay put. But some of these artists could use uh, that presence and keep I, I think, global presence. Yeah, there's some great. The thing is, like there. Japan has lo- lost a little bit of its global market share with the rise of k-pop um and they need these kind of showcases i think more than than anyone um whereas you know 
uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just an interesting kind of take. Like, oh, yeah. I think, I think you hit your limit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. But as you were, as you were saying, yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, where. Japan needs these kind of showcases more than anyone else does to kind of regain that global market share that they might have lost a little bit to Korea. So I, I think it's better to have them do these kind of showcases right now. And then as as Korea grows and more people want to get the global market share, then we'll start to see more Korean artists at these things. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Yeah, because it's not like we don't have them. We have We have quite a few. <laughs> Uh, we have Sesonian uh, is there uh, making a presence. We have Huang uh, Soyun and Sesonian separately having their own show- showcases. Yeah. We have artists like Pacifica. We have uh, Lee Strio. We have, we have quite a few different like uh, independent artists, which are there, there's going to be a presence by Korean artists. Sure. Right, but but that's the thing, right? Is you always have these independents, and then you have the one big get, right? And and for for the majority of people who aren't who aren't fucking netizens, right? They're they're mostly gonna only care about what that one big hit is, or getting those more globally known artists. But for the people who just like music and are there to check it out, then they'll they'll be more interested in those indie artists and things like that. So it's it's. It's a give and take. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing how it shakes out. Uh, I've gotten my my dance card filled out. Uh, my schedule is South by Southwest. Uh, yeah, uh, I've got I've got the app, the South by Southwest Go app. Um, oh shit! Yeah, baby. So and I've got everything coordinated in the schedule. Uh, between all that and Nerdcore, it's gonna be a fun trip. I always enjoyed going, even if no, <laughs> even if I basically it's 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 my one trip where I'm not going to hang out with with the crew. It's kind of just because I know not a lot of or not really anybody other than like, and not even Roberto is going to be going this year. It's my thing, but I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. It's just going to be me going out, hanging out, seeing some music, seeing Austin. Of course, I'll see the Austin peeps as, as best that I can, but. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It is my trip. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, I went ahead and linked the in the show notes the li- full list of South by Southwest uh, showcasing artists, so you can check them out. Uh, you can check out those. There's gonna be artists not just from Korea, not just from Japan, but from Taiwan, uh, from Hong Kong, uh, all over Asia. There's gonna be some great artists from all kinds of genres. And if you think, and if you're, if you're like, I mean, at this point, you probably are gonna aren't really planning on, probably not gonna be buying a ticket at this point. But <laughs> if you live around the area, and if you're th- if you're worried about if you heard about these like thousand dollar badges that you have to buy, no, <laughs> just show up. Most of these shows don't really get to capacity, especially the indie artist shows. So just show up, hang out, walk down six feet. You'll be able to get in with maybe a minimal cover charge, like five, ten, twenty dollar cover charge, and that's it. You see some great music, uh, and then you can just hang out in Austin, Texas, with all the other uh, people, <laughs> all the other tourists. Uh, 
One time. But look forward to... I'll try to do some stuff. Something. I know I promise... I always promise that I'm going to do things and never deliver. But here's another promise. Here's another promise. Mm. Um, yeah. That's it for the headlines. Uh, yeah. That's it for Halijuku. Another fantastic episode of Halijuku in the books, mm. in the can, in the post-production. There's not really much of. Um, I'm lazy. Uh, Cass, what, what, what's mm-hmm. going on in your world? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, nothing. Just, just uh, getting shit together. Trying to, trying to prepare to take the year by storm. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, my goal this year is to rewire myself to engage, <laughs> like, because uh, and actually do things. Um, yeah, this this is a goal now. Got to actually like attack things. Part of me wonders if I need an office. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I need, like, a room separate from this room that I do mm-hmm. work in, but I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. Uh, oh, well. I don't know. Maybe the library. I, I kind of almost have that. Maybe if I, maybe if I, so, so the, the layout is I have now, like, a living room space in front of me, and then I have what is my bedroom. So maybe if I start hanging out more in my living room. <laughs> good, good partitions. <laughs> and then... And then, you know, and then make this like legitimately like my just my work and sleep space. I don't know. That's a different topic for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. The 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 life process podcast. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But that's it. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward for more stuff. Uh, he's at King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave. Uh, keep an eye out uh, for uh, stuff on the Halijuku Instagram. Um. Mm as I sporadically put up memes and then put up some videos. I tried to try to upload an entire episode on Instagram TV. It didn't like that. So don't expect no. that. <laughs> they said I mean, limits to 60 minutes, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure, maybe not a whole yeah. episode, maybe just like, I'll, maybe we go I'll back segment. to maybe making the show shorter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this so that it's, cause I, I, it, it might work better on Instagram. Than, yeah. In other places, you know what I mean. Make sure a little shorter, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's it. Uh, that's those are the the the. Go check it out on Instagram. Uh, check us out uh, on on all over the place. All over the internet. Hallyjuku, Hallyjuku dot com, uh, kpoppodcast dot com is the other uh, place to check us out. Uh, you can. Yeah, find us everywhere. Uh, Rebelli.net for, for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube. Uh, elsewhere. Uh, yeah, maybe keep an eye out for, for maybe some live streaming stuff. Uh, but, you know, just like, share, subscribe, do things. There's a bell, I guess. Hit that. Um, do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>